Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, we're talking about letting go to receive, specifically in the areas of personal and professional fulfillment. Now, I know firsthand what it's like to be trapped in a pair of golden handcuffs, addicted to the perks, addicted to that big paycheck, but not really feeling like you're truly aligned with your purpose. Working a job that pays well, uh, but isn't necessarily fulfilling. How do you navigate these feelings and more importantly, align yourself with a career and lifestyle that supports your overall well-being. Ooh, this is a hot topic. I'll be sharing some personal insight and my special guest, entrepreneur and founder of Bossy Retreats, Miss Dion Edwards will share her story and valuable lessons she's learned in her entrepreneurial journey. But before we jump into that, you know I like to get things started with a mind, body, and business check-in. So if you are new to the podcast, I like to start things off with what I'm doing for my mind, body, and business. And it's really meant to also provide you with inspiration. I think you should never let more than a week go by without checking in with yourself because if something is going on that needs to be addressed, it's just going to pile up and it's going to be even harder to fix the longer you wait to deal with it. So for my mind, I am continuing therapy sessions and they've been really good for me so far. My therapist helps me navigate the emotional side of my life and also the professional side of my life. There has been a lot going on, not only in my world, but in the worlds of people that I'm close to, that I work with and that I love. And so it's just been a lot for me emotionally, almost feeling like water boiling inside of me. And I know that I need to take the next couple of weeks to kind of pace myself, do my breathing exercises, express how I'm feeling, not only to my therapist, but also to my husband, my close friends, and just to make sure that I'm not stretching myself too much. So that's what I'm doing for my mind, continuing those healthy conversations and my weekly check-ins with my therapist. For my body, I am so excited about this. And if you follow me on social media, specifically Instagram at Maria Moore, you may have seen some of the videos of me and my husband dancing. I done pulled this man out to take these Cuban salsa dance lessons with me. And we are having so much fun. My husband is uh, 6'4", and I'm 5'2". So it looks kind of crazy with us dancing (laughs) next to each other, with each other. Uh, But we are having so much fun. And uh, it's just been another way for us to bond and to be closer in our marriage. We'll celebrate 13 years of marriage this year. And learning Cuban salsa dance was one of the things on my bucket list. And, you know, I, for some reason, have been coming across all of these posts on social media where people are talking about, you know, making the most of life and living in the moment and um, seeing advice from people who are elderly you know, maybe closer to death up there in age. And they talked about all of the things that they regretted that they didn't do. And so I'm really trying to make sure that I'm checking in with myself and exploring things that interest me. 
exploring things that make me happy and dancing is definitely one of them so I'm so grateful to be able to do the salsa dance classes with my husband um, for my business I am so thrilled to have booked another speaking engagement. I really love talking about entrepreneurship, building wealth, just overall self-improvement and empowerment. And I'm going to have the opportunity to do that at a local university. And the topic is Living Limitless. It's a candid conversation on the intersection of finances and your overall well-being. Totally my lane. And so I'm taking the next few weeks to really prepare for that speaking engagement so that I can give everyone whose ear I have at that event the absolute best experience I can give them. So those are just a few of the things I'm doing for my mind, body, and business. I'm also excited to celebrate the six-year anniversary of Empowered Fitness. So I have been working these wellness programs virtually and in person for the last six years. So February is a month that I celebrate, February and March. So lots of things going on. I would love to know what's going on with you and your mind, body, and business. I am all up in my DMs looking for your messages, all up in the comment section on Instagram and Facebook at Pod. So check in with me when you have a few moments. All right, so for today's topic, very near and dear to me because I understand what it's like to be locked down in those golden handcuffs. And if you're not familiar with the term golden handcuffs, that's pretty much being at a job that pays really well. And it pays so well, it has so many perks. It, it's like you're almost trapped inside of it. Not necessarily super happy doing what you're doing, but you're making a whole lot of money. And maybe the job looks good on paper, but it doesn't feel good to your soul. And a lot of folks are trapped in golden handcuffs or in handcuffs that are not so golden. Maybe they're rusty because you're not getting paid a whole lot of money. But nonetheless, this conversation is going to be about finding that career you love that makes you money that also brings personal fulfillment and really looking for those signs and evaluating when it's time to move on to the next thing. My special guest, entrepreneur and founder of Bossy Retreats, Ms. Dion Edwards, is here to share her story and valuable lessons she's learned in her entrepreneurial journey. I had the opportunity to host a wellness workshop in Cabo. We were out there um, living it up on the West Coast, Mexico to be exact. Um, not West Coast, really, but, you know, right below the West Coast. I had a really great time and was so impressed with how she put the event together and really inspired by her courage, her tenacity to leave her corporate job and pursue something that truly made her feel aligned with her purpose. So let's start with your professional background. Like, where did everything start? And then take me into that first step into entrepreneurship. Absolutely. So um, my entire career, I've worked in corporate America. So I've had some form of a corporate role. And that's literally since I was, you know, probably a junior in college up until 2022. I was FVP of corporate real estate. And I did that for about eight and a half years. That was my latest uh, venture in corporate real estate. And it was an amazing job and an amazing career, six-figure pay, lots and lots of perks. And it was fulfilling because, you know, my first love was real estate. 
However, working in corporate real estate and working in corporate America, it takes a big toll. And then about a year and a half ago, um, I launched my own business. And one of the reasons I launched the business was because I had a health scare. I was diagnosed with hypertensive heart disease at the age of uh, 38. My blood pressure had been spiking up and down for so long, and I didn't know it because I was so used to performing at a high level. It had become natural to me to just continue to perform no matter how I was feeling physically, right? We made it happen. I, you know, wore many different hats from just sitting on boards or committees and it had taken a toll on me. So as I was just reevaluating my life and, you know, really, really just trying to figure out what was truly important to me. It wasn't hard to do because I wanted to be around for my family. You know, I have two kids, two young kids. I have a husband, you know, and I just wanted to live a better life. I wanted to be around to continue to raise them. And I wanted to live a fulfilling life. I didn't want to be tired all the time. I didn't want to work 17 hour days anymore. I didn't want to feel like a shell of myself. So I literally started being intentional about my wellness. And as I was doing that and telling my story, I found so many other women that were in the same situation and in the same place. And I honestly wanted to use my experience and what I had gone through, use my journey to help them. I stepped out on a whim and I was like, I'm going to host a wellness retreat. (laughs) I do have, you know, experience well before my corporate real estate experience. I have experience um, being a marketing manager for a shopping mall, which is a REIT, a real estate investment trust. And so I do have a lot of event planning experience. So I just took the two. I took my expertise And I applied it in a completely different way. Oftentimes, when we're in our nine to five, our day jobs in the corporate setting, we can get into these routines and then we can get into these cycles of really enjoying the benefits, specifically the monetary benefits associated with that particular job. We often have this thing pulling at us pulling at our spirits, you know, whispering in our ear every morning and it just it just won't go away. I really admire your story, Dion, because for so many people, they no longer have that personal fulfillment, that connection, that satisfaction from their job, but they stay there for the money and they don't fully understand where the real riches are. That's feeling like you are living in alignment with your purpose. And it's not as easy to make that transition as we see on social media. I know I get really frustrated when I see folks and they're like, now I can control my day and I have my hours and I quit my job. And there's so many things that happen in the background, let alone the thing that actually gives you the courage to say, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to pursue my own thing. What was that moment of courage like for you? I really resonate with what you just said um, about the nagging. There's just something nagging at you. I mean, I got to the point, Maria, where I had sleepless nights. Like I couldn't sleep at night because it was nagging at me so badly. I couldn't sleep at night. I dread the next day. I I didn't want to, it was almost, it got to a point where I didn't want to get out of bed because I didn't want to face the day. I didn't want to face what I had to do that day. And, you know, with my job, it was a very demanding role. So you really didn't get an opportunity to drop the ball. So that was even stressful because it was like, I'm so tired. I'm so burnt out. 
but I don't have this opportunity to, you know, slow down or just do my job halfway. It was really bothering me. I was trying to make a decision. What do I do? Do I focus on my health or do I stay doing this? You know, I worked so long to build this reputation. Do I walk away from it all? That was a hard choice to make. I prayed about it. I, you know, had discussions with different colleagues and mentors in the industry. I had discussions with my husband. I even had discussion with my spiritual leader. That's how serious it was. It was like, this was a big, big step for me and a big decision. And, you know, my spiritual leader told me, he said, you know what, you will know when it's time. And after all the conversations, even all the tears, I woke up one morning, it was a Friday morning. A voice told me from within, today is the day. You're quitting your job. It was a decision that I had to come to terms with. I had to be at peace with, and I had to be prepared for what was to come. I love that. And I'm so happy for you, Dion. You already have three successful retreats under your belt. Am I missing one? Three so far going on four? Three so far. Going on four. Okay. Going on four. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought this discussion was so important. Because there's so many people out there who are yearning. They Mm -hmm. are yearning. They are so unhappy. And they're saying, but the money, but the status, but my identity, this is who I am. And there's that thing that's just constantly in your ears, like a little flap. Like, you know, you're trying to eat, you're trying to focus, you're trying to drive, you're trying to do things. And it's just like, it's constantly nagging at you. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't stop until you answer it. Yeah. What about the lifestyle you've built for yourself and your, you know, you and your family have built together? What about the two children that you have in private school (laughs) that Mm -hmm. it's a a nice check that you write every month? What about all these different things? Your mind is going, you know, 100 miles per hour trying to think, okay, well, how do how do we make this work? And it's not to say, Maria, that I quit without a plan. I launched this business a, a year and a half before I resigned. However, When I launched it in the back of my head, I was like, you know, this might be plan B because the way where I'm being led right now, I feel like there's a change coming. But still, when I got to that point, it was still a hard decision to make. And that's what I want people to understand, that it's hard and it's not going to not be scary. That's how new things are. That's how getting outside of your comfort zone feels. But, you know, in order to master something, you have to step out and be willing to learn. I want to ask you for practical advice and spiritual advice. I'm going to start with the spiritual. You have to be obedient to the call. And I felt like I was being called to walk in my purpose. Yes, I love real estate and I love this career that I've created and I love that life. But God told me I was being called to do something more. And I tried to ignore it because I was like, I wasn't ready to give up necessarily what I had spent so much time investing in and building. However, like I said, I could not sleep. And what I would say is you really have to get to a point where you are really seeking guidance and really sitting down to think about what is my purpose? How can I impact the world? How can I impact others with what I'm being called to do? And I feel like once you do that and you really listen, listen and be obedient to what that light within you is leading you to do. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Practically, you need to apply it. Where do I need to start? What steps do I need to take to get me to point B? For me, it was, okay, I want to create a safe space for these women. We started by doing once a month meeting during like self-care activities. So we would hike the Chattahoochee. We would go for a spa day. So I started off by doing these things and I would have a lot of the ladies in the industry over who I knew needed a break. They needed to, you know, focus on themselves. What kind of tools can I provide them to make their lives easier? So I started off doing small things like that. And then I hosted my first wellness retreat in Tulum, Mexico. That went well. And then I hosted another one in Scottsdale, Arizona. And that went well. And it, you know, and it just naturally evolved. Yeah. And that compound effect is real. Giving your energy to the thing that you actually want and to stop resisting and fighting the thing that you don't want and shifting that energy and investing your attention into the things that you actually want. And I appreciate you um, sharing that you started your business about a year and a half before you left your job, getting out of the golden handcuffs. So for people who are stuck at a job because Mm -hmm. of the money and the perks, but they're not necessarily 100% happy. In addition to establishing a business before you quit, I think that if someone wants to transition to full-time entrepreneurship, another really good exercise, what would it be like if I'm living 100% off of my entrepreneurial income? So you can kind of do a simulation before you actually fully let go of your job. I'm still working as of this recording. (laughs) I'm still working for somebody, but I actually did a simulation. I said, okay, well, I'm only going to use 70% of my job income and 30% of my entrepreneur income. And I slowly started to swap out the percentages until I got it, you know, my entrepreneurship income to 100%. I will tell you one thing is when I was working uh, in corporate I've always had a budget, but, you know, sometimes you create that budget and you don't revisit it for months. Well, as an entrepreneur, now I am revisiting that budget twice a month. Honestly, sometimes more than that, Maria, because Mm -hmm. it's more important now. There was a time when I was living, I didn't even know what day I got paid because I never had to think about money. It was all okay, (laughs) Bala. I never, you know, so it was like, I, I don't know, do we get paid today? I mean, that's honestly how it was before. And then, you know, you, in corporate, you get your, your bonuses and things like that. So it's like, you know, it was, it was good. But now I'm definitely more focused on how I'm using money and being smarter about it. I should have had more assets than liabilities, mm-hmm. especially being in real estate. I know all of this. So having more assets than liabilities is going to help you as an entrepreneur. Reducing my liabilities was one of the things I started doing before I left corporate America. When you are working for yourself, you have to be much more disciplined because when you're working for a company, you have to be at work by a certain time. So you get up, you get dressed, you get out the door. But I think that that's one of the things that people struggle with often is staying on a schedule, holding yourself accountable and being disciplined inside 
of your business. Was that a skill set that you took f- with you from your previous job? You know what, Maria? I, I don't know if th- I, I would consider this necessarily a strength because in my business, the problem is even in corporate America, I would work 17 hour days mm-hmm. and I switched over to entrepreneurship and I was working 17 hour days. Uh-huh, and yeah. It just didn't make sense. It's like, okay, you've made this transition to take better care of you. Okay. So you cannot bring, it doesn't matter where you are. That's what I want people to understand. It's, it's your mindset because you can bring the same, you know, bad practices that you had. You can bring those same practices over into entrepreneurship. It's really a mindset and you have to change the way you interact with yourself. For me, that was not working 17 hour days in my business, like I was doing in in corporate America, but it was also setting a schedule so that I'm not getting burnt out. That's why I implemented a schedule. And I said, I'm going to stick to it because I'm not going to do the same thing I was doing in corporate America. With bossy retreats and your whole movement of wellness for women, one thing that I've learned, I still have a lot of the friendships that I had when I started my career in radio, working for a company. But then I also learned that as I was growing and evolving, I needed to expose myself to new experiences, including friendships, connections, relationships. How have your relationships changed from corporate America to entrepreneurship? I think the great part about and what's unique about what I'm doing is I've been able to merge my worlds. I'm still maintaining a lot of the relationships that I had while I was, you know, in corporate America. A lot of times those people that I already have relationships with are introducing me to people that can also benefit me on the entrepreneurial side. So it's almost like a a coming together in this really unique way. But I, I will say that I've been a lot more intentional about surrounding myself with other like-minded entrepreneurs because I feel like that only kind of propels you. You know, sometimes the corporate people can't really relate to <laughs> to what some of the entrepreneurial struggles are. So surrounding yourself with like-minded people and just really being there to support each other, I think is important. Is there anything in particular that stands out to you that you've seen as a common trend or connection with the women that participate in your wellness programs and have gone to your retreats? What are you seeing that are the needs of high achievers, female entrepreneurs, setting aside time to take care of them and not feeling guilty about it. It's really a foreign thing to put yourself first as a woman, like hearing that term. What do you mean by put yourself first, put yourself before your your kids, put yourself before your, your spouse. Yes, you have to do that because you can't pour from an empty cup and you have to make sure you're okay before you can take care of everyone else. That's what that's the message we're giving. You have to refill your cup before you can continue to pour into others and communities and, you know, and show up as the best version of yourself in this world. I don't have time. That's the that's the main thing. I don't have time to take care of me. I have to admit that, you know, when I did the wellness retreat with you in Mexico, I was coming off of another event. And in my mind, I was like, this is a gig. I'm going to teach the fitness class and I'm going to do the wellness workshop. 
But when I got there and I made those connections with women I've never seen or met before my entire life and just the peace and the realization that I just needed to be still, not even knowing that that was what I needed. So I want to really commend you for that. You know, earlier in our conversation, you were talking about how you were like just kind of functioning at this high level and you it became normal to you to do a whole lot of things in a day, to be juggling multiple tasks and having all of these responsibilities. And I think for not only women, but just people in general, when you're so used to functioning in that type of environment, especially for an extended period of time, and you finally become aware of it, it's like you have to practice Mm -hmm. getting out of that. I have to be very intentional about my days. Being able to say no, Is the way you get there. Isn't that the magic <laughs> word? If you want what you want and you want to live how you want to live, you got to learn how to say no. My goodness, it's such a you powerful have, word. Oh, you have to learn how to set healthy boundaries. It's okay because no doesn't mean never. No means not right now. It doesn't work for me right now. It's not best for me right now. And that is how I am achieving this balance that everyone says doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. but it's different for everyone. It looks different for everyone. And for me, the balance is setting my day and being intentional about my day. No, I can't take, you know, five meetings on Monday and do the same thing on Tuesday. So maybe I have a lot of meetings on Monday, but on Tuesday, I'm only taking one because I need to be intentional about the work that I need to get done. So having an administrative day, having a CEO day, having a day where it's just filled with meetings. For me, that is how I'm being intentional about continuing to maintain balance, but still be successful. I love that. I mean, even with my therapist, she encourages me to have themed days. So she's yes. like, you have one day where you look over your money and how your, your finances are looking and getting your schedule together. You know, Maybe it's like my meal prep day or I'm running errands. She's giving me what I call, well, what she calls a power hour. And that's where I put all of my little 10 minute mundane tasks in that power hour and just do them yeah. all back to back. So there's just so many different strategies um, that you can use to just really be intentional yes. you know, about your day. How yeah. have, have things been going for you in terms of your personal wellness journey, making space for that? As an entrepreneur, you still have stress stresses, right? You are still going to have, you know, obstacles. You're still going to have problems to solve and all those things, but having the capacity to do it because before I was so like spread thin and honestly burned out, I got to the point where I didn't have the capacity to solve y'all problems anymore. Like I am tired, (laughs) But when you, you know, take care of yourself and you get to the point where you're well rested, you're really prioritizing your wellness. For me, that puts me in a place where I can thrive. I can make the hard decisions. I can have a long day and not be not someone you don't want to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it happens sometimes. (laughs) Right. So, you know, just learning how to cope better and learning how to, um, prioritize me so that I show up as the best version of myself for everyone else around me. Yeah. It's been key for me. I I mean, I even think about going back to the whole thing about the no. Um, When we think about boundaries and saying no, oftentimes that focus is external, right? So if you call me and ask me for money, 
no. So, okay, we understand at that aspect, but sometimes we have to say no to that negative internal talk. We have to say no yes. to, no, you can't take a two hour nap because you need to be focused on <laughs> this project that has a deadline. What have you learned about self-discipline and having to tell yourself those types of no's? Having a strong mindset is very important as an entrepreneur because you're going to have the self-doubt you're going to have the negative talk come to you. You're going to have what they call the imposter syndrome, show its ugly head from time to time. But really having a strong mindset and being able to be disciplined about the goal that you're focused on. Yes, all this outside noise is going on around me. However, I'm staying focused on the goal. Mm -hmm. I'm going to press forward to the mark because I know that that is where I want to end up. So if I want to end up there, I have to be disciplined. No matter what comes my way, I got to keep going. And sometimes you have to, you know, pivot, but that doesn't mean you stop talking to myself with positive affirmations, like starting my day with positive affirmations is very helpful for me. And also allowing myself to, to feel all the emotions. It's okay to feel discouraged. Allowing that emotion to resonate is, is not a negative thing because I think you have to acknowledge those emotions and then you have to push forward through them. If it's a bad day, I say it's a bad day. And you know what else I say? Tomorrow's going to be a better day. That's me. I love providing listeners with like one, two, three actionable insight. You know, when people think about, wow, you know, one day I want to start my own business and do retreats and wellness. And I'm not asking you to give away the sauce, but mm -hmm. tell me the things that people can start doing now as a one, two, three to get on that path towards entrepreneurship. What are three practical things that people can do right now? I would say get clear on what it is that you want to do. Um, I also say it's very good to have a business mentor. And I also highly recommend, you know, educating yourself on what it is to be an entrepreneur because it's different to be, you know, a boss versus an employee. There are a lot of things that are not equal and are not the same. You have to start educating yourself on what it is to be an entrepreneur, what it is to run a business, following those steps, getting yourself a mentor, and then starting. You don't have to wait for everything to be perfect to start. You don't have to be great to get started, but you do have to get started to be great. You may not have all the funding, but you know, can you buy a domain name? Can you open up a little free Canva account and learn how to do some? Mm -hmm. Can you start a social media page? Yes. Just do something. Do, do something. something. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be perfect. So um, I really appreciate that. Before we wrap things up, I want you to share uh, information about your business, how the ladies can get involved and this huge retreat that is coming yes. up in Greece. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, so you got some major things happening. Share all of that in, along with your contact information. You all can reach out to me and find me on Instagram, on Facebook, and it's all at Bossy Retreats. So that is B-O-S-S-I Retreats. You can find us online at bossyretreats.com. We do have a wonderful, wonderful, amazing uh, wellness retreat coming up in Santorini, Greece in October. So if you're interested, go to bossyretreats.com, reserve 
reserve your spot for Greece. It's going to be amazing. It's a group of, you know, wonderful, you know, high achieving women that come to these retreats who are on their own wellness journey. And what we do is we support them through it. We have a fabulous time. We have fun. So we much share. Fun. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> we- we share our, our our journeys with each other and support each other. And there are real bonds that come out of our retreats. Like, you know, there are women who have become real friends, seriously, and didn't even know each other when they arrived. So I will say it's an amazing experience and it's a way to jumpstart your wellness journey. And we're going to have so many wonderful things to present to you all, like masterclasses and workshops and in-person events, you know, if you're in Atlanta or if you want to come to Atlanta for any of those day retreats. We have some amazing things planned. And um, also we have launched in November, we launched our corporate leg of the business called Well House. And that's W-E-L-L, house is one word. And what we do on the Well House side is we provide corporate wellness programs for organizations and small businesses, as well as larger businesses. So we're, we're happy to help you in that area as well. So I hope you all join the bossy tribe. Yes, it is a great tribe to be a part of girl. You're doing some incredible things. Dion, so proud of you. Continue blessings. I appreciate all the insight, the transparency, and uh, just the good vibes that you brought to this conversation. And, you know, I'm always rooting for you, sis. You are killing the game. And uh, I look forward to great, great, great things to come from you. Thank you so much, Maria. You are a blessing. Um, I just love you. And I love your light. So keep doing what you're doing, too. You know I will, girl. Dion Edwards of Bossy Retreats and Bossy Wellhouse. We appreciate the great conversation. All right, y'all, that's a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Be sure to follow, share, and subscribe. I would also greatly appreciate a rating or review. Now, remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. Plus, you can stay connected with the Mind, Body, and Business podcast at Pod on Instagram and Facebook. As always, I enjoy this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care. Mind, Body, and Business is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production hosted by me, Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E on all socials. Executive produced by Maria Moore, Senior Director of Podcast Operations. Sierra Reed, Supervisory Producer, Colby Kolb-Tyner, Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino. Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson. Digital Marketing Director, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Music produced by Jamal J. So Smith. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast.